When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to episode two of Emergency Intercom. Yes, sir. Please. Yes, sir. The set looks nice. It's 80 degrees inside. We're really sweaty today. Um, yeah, we've realized... Um, the hell we trapped ourselves in by Starting hosting, this in the summer yeah, in our fucking dungeon. Kitchen, in our kitchen dungeon. The hottest room in the house. Uh, absolute Actually, hell. literally the hottest rooms in the house in the summer are you and Josh's room. Yeah, it's terrible because I have all those windows. It's so bad. But I wouldn't trade it for the world. And I actually like living in heat. I'm like a warm body person by nature. I, I would rather be hot than cold. I agree with that because when I was at the beach yesterday, um, I went to the beach alone for the first time yesterday because I decided I would like to start doing things alone because I'm very dependent in being around others because I get a lot like really scared of being alone. Anyways, um, when I was at the beach, I, it, I was cold and I was like, dude, Miami, I like cannot wait to be back in Miami heat on the beach mm. because like the point of being at the beach is to be literally drowning in heat yeah, you and just be like hot. sweating. You yeah. want to be sweating. So you can get in the water and cool down of course. and then do that a million times. Does anybody else think that just like Miami heat hits different? No, I hate you so much. <laughs> I think it just hits different. The basketball team, literally me yeah. in middle school acting like I give a fuck about basketball because the boy I liked was really into basketball and the Miami heat was in the finals and I was like, oh my God. Yes. Name yeah. five players on Miami Heat, the starting five. I can name five players that used to be on there. I can name the three. LeBron, uh, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade. That was like the... They were like the, the big superpower. Deal. Yeah. Yeah. They were literally like, NBA has superpower teams. We don't have to talk about it because I will go in. It's a special yeah, no, interest of no mine. Yeah. No sports. No sports. Um, um, but what we should talk about is my fucked up sleeping schedule. Yes. And we kind of lightly touched on this in the last episode about how like me and Drew switch off with our mental health. So this past week I've been spiraling. Literally spiraling. It's like, it's traumatizing to 2018 almost where I'm like. This bitch is teetering on like a full blown depressive episode, and we need to save her. We I know, need to literally. save summer. It, dude, that is the scariest. Oh my god, we, <laughs> we need, need to, to save, save summer. summer. We need to get you help. Um, so, for context to that, in 2018, I was in genuine one of the worst depressive episode of my life. It, it dragged on terrifying. until early 2019. It was terrifying to be around, it was terrifying to witness. It hurt all of my friendships and relationships. <laughs> um, it literally was destroying me and everything around me. But yep. um, one of the like key signs of it starting was like my sleeping schedule just got obliterated because I had no motivation to like get up and get out of bed or do anything. And then like I was too sad to like eat. So then like basically what happens to me is I'll stay up till like the fucking ass crack of dawn. Just... Literally 7 a.m. Yeah, like. No, you were going to sleep at like 3 a.m., but sleeping until 6 yeah. p.m. You were just sleeping. 
I know, but but in 2018, it got to the point that I would stay up till like six, seven, and then I would sleep all day. But it's slowly been getting there because like I slept at 3 a.m. and then woke up at 3 p.m. That's 12 hours of sleep. And Um, I and I'm like in the background doing my little task, like just trying to wake up Inya in the morning, and she like she just doesn't. And I, I I tried to like give her my advice, what I did to get my sleeping schedule back on check was putting my phone on the other side of the room with the alarm set. Um, and it just forces you out of bed. Like It did do that today. Yeah, it just I forces you to get up. I did 20 extra minutes, but it did help me get up. Yeah. But yeah, my sleeping schedule just goes to shit. And then like, because I wake up so late, I'm like, I don't know what to have for breakfast. I don't even want a coffee. It's so late in the day. I don't want a coffee. And then like, I even lose my appetite for coffee. And that is a key sign that that's something is fucking scary. wrong with me. If I don't want a coffee. That's scary. Like, Inya's literally the girl like, don't talk to me before my coffee. <laughs> literally. If she doesn't have her coffee, like. Don't talk to me. <laughs> all all day um so yeah so we've just been like talking about that recently and literally how your sleep schedule fully does coincide with your mental health as as well as like i hate to say it but like fitness yeah and gut health like that shit (laughs) like it sounds so annoying but i genuinely (laughs) this is like the propaganda of fitness and gut health yeah the propaganda is kind of true i don't know if it's propaganda it's real because like i was saying like i kept i keep thinking about last year and like dude i was in such a good spot mentally but like my sleeping schedule was awesome i was sleeping at latest like 2 a.m but then waking up at like 9 30 10 a.m every day which yep. i know some people are like that's late but 9 30 10 30 a.m is my favorite waking up time because if i have too much time i was the about day, to say it will treat me the opposite and i will also smile. yeah like waking us waking up at like 9 10 is like the 6 a.m 7 a.m for the regular girlies because like when you have nothing to do all day especially in a pandemic like filling the time it's impossible yeah, literally it's, you just go insane and that's why screen time back to that is so high because there's just <laughs> nothing, nothing to, to do. do but yeah and like i want to like start riding my bike again because it felt so free i just felt like a free girl listening to cop by florence and the machine riding my bike just like mm. living my life yeah i want to start working out i want to get get active again we i want to do hot pilates again because that shit was legitimately so life-changing like I know it sounds crazy, but like that is the hardest I've ever worked out in my entire life. Like that Dude, is the that hardest not workout. Crazy. It literally is insane. People like I even me when I used to think of Pilates and yoga, I was like, "Dude, that shit's such like what? That shit is so whack. Like it's you're not doing shit. anything." Yeah. But then when you're in that class, especially in a hot class, it is insane how intense those workouts get yeah, pilates it, is like a very intense form of workout yeah and then also on top of that the humidity in those rooms is like f- fucking 70 percent and then you're also breathing in everybody else's sweat humidity <laughs> which is disgusting like it's absolutely <laughs> I disgusting that, that was the first thing to go for covid <laughs> yeah they're like yep. fuck that hot literally, shit. yeah literally but i was just thinking we should just do hot pilates in our kitchen in the daytime because it's literally fucking 83 degrees Dude, in here that was one of the best parts about working out last year is like the house would be so fucking hot and mm-hmm. i would literally just come in and like from the adrenaline of riding my bike i would come inside and like work out and then i would feel fucking awesome and take like a cool shower and it was like which also like this is probably a hot take but it's just my personal experience with my like body dysmorphia it doesn't like i do not work out with the intent of 
looking good or like anything like that because yeah i don't i don't ever have that intent for me like working out is literally as someone who also struggles with like aggress no i don't i don't have aggression issues i don't want to you are aggressive but yeah i i can get very like heated up and upset and like that physical like release is very good for my brain chemistry i was about to say for me it's like it's not about looking a certain way because i like the way i look it's purely about like releasing those feel-good chemicals in my brain and making me feel good and also like the neurotic part of me is like if i miss a day it'll fuck me up and then it just keeps me on schedule and then i'm just like slowly getting healthier that's why it's so hard to get back into it because like you know once you do it's like a commitment you have to like stay our addictive personalities fully fully dive in oh but what i was saying is it helps my body dysmorphia like when we did those hot pilates classes i was like in a very bad state with my like body image in like late 2019 and we just did one class and i felt so good about myself because it just felt good to like use my body for like kind of what it's made for to like move yes. and just that alone i felt like very secure because i was like dude i could go and like work out if i wanted and like that alone made me feel like hot as fuck i was like hey girl i'm strong as <laughs> i'm shit. working out I, I could carry it um a five pound weight in this hand <laughs> girl but... she can lift up a one gallon jug of milk on her own like with one arm i could carry a gallon of milk up the stairs that is one of the most embarrassing things to me is like actually like if you set a milk jug in front of me and was like, take your left arm and lift it up, it's actually a struggle for me. That's how weak I am. <laughs> like, it's literally like, I can't do it. <laughs> that is not something you tell the public. But also, that just collides. Like, I need, I, I also do partly like, want to get like super fucking ripped because like how funny would that be is if one day i just like take off my shirt on instagram and i am literally like built like a god i'm not kidding that's gross i have like the perfect genetics for it like i have i have the oh, broad yeah. shoulders i, I know what you're good. talking about because i also like i will say again i don't i just want to like clarify me and drew are not like workout junkies because no. we're like we want to be sexy i don't give a fuck i feel sexy in the most odd <laughs> moments like i don't give a fuck like working out will make me feel good i don't think anyone needs to work out to be sexy but i will say <laughs> when i was working out i am one of those dumb bitches that if i worked out for two weeks i would like you saw it when i was working out last summer and i randomly like started to you get just, abs and yeah. i was like ew and you would like kind of show them off a little bit sometimes <laughs> but like because i was because i was so oh because you were in texas and josh was in oc so i was just so alone and i was like literally no one's seeing me get ripped as shit for no reason <laughs> like which again i don't care but it was just such a funny point in my life because i've never worked out before then yeah um but also what you eat does affect you. And I, yeah. I fully Ugh. believe that. Literally, I like, people <laughs> told me that my entire life. They were always like, what you put in your body really does matter. Like it matters. And I was like, I don't fucking care. Like I'm gonna eat this chicken nugget. Like I don't give a shit. But now that I'm like older, I'm like, and I've, <laughs> I've given it a second thought. I'm like, wait, like, that's what our body runs on. Like <laughs> what we put into it is what our body runs on. I mean, it hasn't changed shit. I still eat a bag of fucking Takis a day and drink three flat sodas, <laughs> Dude, but like it doesn't. Eating is so gross. I called him a garbage disposal the other day. It's and the realest it shit. Stuck. It is so It's true. the realest shit. Like if people leave their leftovers around me or like whatever it is, I'll just pick it up and eat it. I don't give a shit, but it is kind of good for me because if I didn't do that, I would literally only eat once a day. Like. 
I don't know what it is about me. No, it, it's literally me and Drew have the worst habit where like we rarely have something we want to eat. Like I'm not somebody oh, who so like so hard I to have, decide. Yeah, dude, I get such decision anxiety about food if I'm like ordering off an app or something that I will literally stare at my options like for an hour and then the hour goes by. And then it's and too now, late. Yeah, and now it's nine o'clock and all like the better options for food are closed. And then I'm like, fuck, do I have to eat Taco Bell at like 10 p.m. right now? And we do. And we time lapse. And then I it. fucking feel like shit um, yeah. sometimes. But, Taco Bell is good as fuck. But I thrive off of having groceries. Yeah, I was about to say, like, uh, you're, you've been really good this past, like, year, two years of just, like, cooking. Like, you cook all the time. And don't make it, I don't be on my, like, Bon Appetit shit where I'm cooking a bunch of different shit. Like, I cook <laughs> She, she the cooks same. bean soup and eggs, <laughs> period. I, I eat bean soup or, like, vegan tortilla soup without the tortillas. It's good as fuck, don't get me wrong. Um, Or I eat salmon and a stir fry or eggs and granola. Like those are like the things, or a tuna sandwich. Those are like the six things I put in rotation and like are super easy to make for me. And I know how to make them down to the T and it's like clockwork yeah. and I can eat the same thing every single day. But I do have to be careful because I am this close to mercury. I was about to say, I was literally, that's why I was laughing. Cause I was like, this bitch literally only eats fish. And it's like actually concerning because who was who that actor? I don't remember who it was, but literally like died of mercury poisoning from eating too much fish. Um, Me next. Yes, Enya's the that next. That would be literally so fucking embarrassing if that I died would, of mercury that's like, And it wouldn't even be funny. It would just be like, it'd just be it'd like, be like damn. damn, like, it's like that. <laughs> like for real. Is like, that easy? That's how you're gonna die. Like I like if I am not eating in, I will eat sushi, and if I'm eating in, I will have fish, and that is like really bad. And I know I shouldn't do it. I did get stuff to make other things. Like again, last summer I was making these really weird like tofu tacos, and like don't get it twisted, they were not fucking juicy and delicious. It was They are delicious to me, but it's like pico de gallo, like roasted or like grilled corn, beans, and tofu. Like that's what I was eating. And like, it doesn't sound that good, but like, you know, and, you and put your like yeast. limon and sal in anything, it's good. Yeah. So like, and, it's good. And you would also add your yeast seasoning. I, I literally- I add my nutritional yeast to everything. I hate that. <laughs> Like it just looks and sounds disgusting. I know it's really good for you and it actually tastes really fucking good, but like, don't call it that. Like, call it literally <laughs> anything else. Like, I don't want to eat yeast infection. It's I not mean, sometimes yeast sometimes you have to eat yeast infection. Jill! Oh, I can't even say the name, but I know someone who said that one time they ingested. Ooh! <laughs> no, that literally actually made me nauseous, and I'm like. No one talks about vaginal health enough publicly. Like no one talks about. How we actually, did have that conversation recently. Like yeah, where so there was a TikTok where someone, like, was showing the difference between normal discharge and then like, a, a yeast infection. But I also do think like. Where did she get the yeast from? That's what I want to know. <laughs> where did she get that infection from? It looked too real. Oh no, the discharge looked yeah, really real. Yeah, yeah, the, the yeast infection discharge, same thing. <laughs> To me, to me. <laughs> Dude, the thing is, like, no one talks about it. But also, I do think, like, vaginal health is so intuitive. Because, like, you see them underwear every single day. So, you know damn well if, like... What's that skid mark? 
<laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That tubby custard is looking a little <laughs> different. <laughs> Not call it that ever, ever, ever again. That's what they taught us on Teletubbies. <laughs> that's, oh, that's what tubby custard is. It's yeah. discharged. <laughs> so yeah, if that tubby custard comes out looking a little more opaque than usual... Ooh, it's stinky like monkey. <laughs> Ooh, <it's sour. laughs> Even yeast infections have no smell, and that's what makes them like kind of scary. Is like the tubby custard looks a little different, but it's not smelling quite like uh, anything. I'm literally, I'm literally like, I mean, penis. <laughs> men don't talk about penis health enough. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Y'all are so gross. Literally, there's no going back. Literally, like, there's no like, recovery. Like, please just wash it. <laughs> just just clean it with your soap. Please just take a shower. I saw a TikTok that it was like, um, it was like you know the audio that it's like, um, fuck. It was like, oh, uh, what song is it? It's like I remember when I lost my mind. I remember when, or no, it's not that song. There's a song that it's like. <laughs> there is a song that's going viral on TikTok that it was like I've become a fool or something. But it was like when I um. When I caught myself for like the seventh time arguing with him to take a shower. Or like that's when like, I knew it was time to go. Yeah, that's when I knew it was time to go. <laughs> the first time was a red flag. Dude, uh, men's health is awesome. Um, lack thereof. Lack thereof, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, th- there was this there was this course online recently. I mean, it's always been online about like washing your legs like in the yeah. shower. Do you like, like go down and I, wash your legs? Not every single time I shower, but like three times a week, I'll give like my legs a really good scrub and my toes a little. Yeah, ever since like literally ever since like Twitter like made fun of men for not washing their ass and just washing their body in general. Like every time I shower, it's like trauma for me. Every time I shower, I get every inch of my body like really, really gnarly because I'm like, I don't want to stink. Like I don't want to be one of those dudes that just like have a smell. In my head, like, okay. And this is going to be a hot take because the internet cannot understand anyone's hygiene preferences. Or it's not even hygiene preferences. Like, there are studies about, like, yeah, you shouldn't wash your body every single day. Mm -hmm. And also, over-exfoliating is bad for you. And washing your body is a form of exfoliating, especially if your ass is using a loofah. Because sometimes, especially if I'm, like, home all day... I'll be like, bitch, I'm not showering. Like, it Dude, feels, the remember, oils my body is making feels good. Remember like, when, like, you used to be really crazy about showering and you would literally shower, like, three times a day? And when I told you that, I was like, cool down. Maybe, like, then maybe that's what's, like, causing you to break out. Like, just, like, relax a little. Like, maybe go a day or two without showering. Dude, but, like, that's also, that stems from, like, my, my minor, like, germophobia yeah. of, like, okay, after I use the bathroom, I have to wash my hand like three times because I wash it and then I went to go touch the door handle, but the door handle is probably dirty because someone just touched that. So then I have to go wash my hands again. I, I do to- wipe my ass on the toilet. I mean, on the uh, <laughs> the door handle. I do, I do. Uh, like, I'm not joking. But I used to I used to also not let anyone sit on my sheets. Yeah. Like, I used to not let anyone sit on my bed, not even myself, especially in high school. It was such a big issue. In high school, I would like shower in the morning, shower at night. I wouldn't let anyone sit on my bed because I didn't want the outside stinky world to touch my sheets. I would come home from school exhausted as fuck and every single teenager gets home from school and like lounges in their bed and I would sit on the floor next to my bed. I was about to say, I, sl- I sit on my floor but not because I'm scared of getting outside clothes on my no, bed. No, I did it because I was so terrified of my bed getting dirty. Literally like coming home after a long day out or at school or whatever and just laying down on your floor like on the carpet just sprawled out is like one of the most magical moments you can have in your life 
point blank period i did like laying on the floor like we were talking about the other day i liked laying under my bed mm -hmm. yeah That's literally i liked getting under it and being like compressed and just like literally i told you yesterday i was like i need someone like platonically <laughs> non-sexually just to lay on top of me i want to feel as that, a kid like, were you that kind of kid who like would have your siblings like sit on your yes legs? i was always being walked on or i would literally like put my legs under my sister like on purpose or like Dude, under my same. parents just so i could feel that like yeah the weight compression it's like it sounds like we need a fucking anxiety weighted blanket. <laughs> I, I have my weighted blanket. I'd be like, blanket. someone sit on me. Literally, I had the craziest like week of my life because I, I literally, I haven't told anyone this because it's kind of embarrassing, but like I strictly sleep with my weighted blanket on top of my comforter. I don't get under my comforter. I have my weighted blanket on top of me. And legitimately, I like had to withdraw from my weighted blanket. Like it was crazy. Like I, I wasn't able to sleep without it because I. Bro, you need to start because this house is about to get hot. I know that's what I'm doing. Like that's what I'm. I'm trying to get rid of it because like, it's hot as fuck under there. But also, I like being hot and sweating. Hell, dude, that's that's the good thing about summer is like I can't stay in my bed all day. Like. It, it like hurts my brain to be in my bed because I get so hot because the sun beaming in my windows. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, ew. I, I am the kind of person, I can't lounge in bed like all day. Like I've tried it, but it feels too gross to me. Yeah, like, you're to, just like, like sitting there and like- And like getting clammy and like sweaty. Yeah. I'm like, ew, I don't want to fucking do that. Um, But that's our take on health. We're not doctors though. So don't <laughs> listen to absolutely anything. This is all from personal experience yeah. of two idiots. But- we can say get the vaccine go ahead and get the vaccine us being like get the hopefully when by the time this episode comes out we'll have our vaccine yeah. i know every influencer in the world is like yes i got my vaccine um again not that me and drew are anti-vaxxers we're just lazy we don't go anywhere <laughs> wait the amount of times we've said that on the <laughs> internet people are probably like Wait, are they anti-vaxxers? I am an anti-vaxxer. No, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I just think everyone who needs the vaccine should get it before me. And that's it. Like, I don't want to take up vaccine space. I know that's like a stupid take and I'll probably get in trouble for saying that. But like, literally just go and get it. I'll get mine. We stay inside all day anyways. But when I do have the chance to get the Johnson & Johnson blood clot around. That's what we fucking want. That's, I want, want that shit. Johnson. I want the Johnson oh, & yeah, Johnson. We did talk about this in the last episode because we were talking about how someone we knew and we gave them a really good reaction and I was like... Oh, see, I knew it. I knew we talked about it because I was like, I had it in my notes, but I'm getting the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. So now it's been two episodes that we still don't have the vaccine. I'm giving them a story. Giving them a and story. And I still, I still do want to get it, but I don't know. I'm just like, again, not that I'm like... Not that you're what? Not that I'm anti-vaxxer. I'm just scared. Like, scared of can't what? a girl be scared? Why? Not a single influence. You know how they're like, we need a pothead princess. We need an anti-vaxxer influencer. <laughs> we, <laughs> yes, we literally, there's a bunch of anti-vaxxers. so many of them. Not anti-vaxxer. We need a paranoid about dying from the vaccination influencer. Uh, an influencer who's going to get the vaccine. Like, I'm going to get it. By the time this episode comes out, I will have it. But... Can't we all just admit we're a little scared? <laughs> no. Like, I'm why not. can no one admit that? I think you're scared because you literally, like, are actually terrified of getting sick. I think it stems from, like, being afraid of throwing up at the end of the day. No, like, yeah, I don't, want to, I don't want to get sick. I also, like, if anybody 
is with me on this. I don't have health insurance. I've never had health insurance. I didn't come from a family who had the financial stability to be going to the doctor. Like, even when we were sick, it was like, bitch, we're going to Walgreens. We're not going to the doctor. Like, we're going to eat dirt. Yeah, we're going to go eat dirt and build your immune system yeah. like that. Like, we're not doing all that. So, like, I, and I am not someone who, like, got. I, I got the vaccines I needed because, like, obviously to be in school, you needed to get, like, certain vaccines. Mm. But, like, I can't remember the last time I got, like, a shot of any kind. Um, and I do, in general, I'm, I just have, like, a weird fear of doctors and stuff. Like, I talked about this in a video recently and, like, on live where I just have a fear. I think I just have bad luck and I'm, like, prone to getting, like, in infection sickness and everything like i i swear in my mind like i want so many no we are fully we are fully um what's the word i'm looking for hypochondriacs hypochondriacs hello what's up y'all it is Anya and drew from the future and we're just here to say we're, we're vaccinated. vaccinated um Please do not take what we said as anti-vaccine <laughs> propaganda. We were just scared. We were scared little girls. Yeah, but we're vaccinated now. Go get your vaccines. This is vaccine propaganda. Um, this is pro-vaccine propaganda. Exactly. Go get them. Um, Go get that needle, girl. I did get Johnson & Johnson. I know. We'll talk about that in the next yeah. episode. Or in the episode after the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Bye. Enjoy. We are fully hypochondriacs. Um, I think I am literally always dying of something. Like, I just, like, I wish we were 20 years into the future where you could just lay under a machine once a year and it will just scan your body and tell you if you have cancer or not. And that's all I want. <laughs> I like there is. Literally, you just get your blood drawn and see if your fucking white cell count is high. But I don't want to get my blood drawn. Yeah. Also, the last time I went to a hospital and got a needle put in me, it was winter like 2019 i went to miami and i get really bad like heart palpitations and like chest problems um i was told that i just have like the muscles in my chest um are easily inflamed so then it literally feels like i'm having a heart attack sometimes and i, I actually need it. to get more medicine for it because it's coming back costrochondritis um when i went to the hospital they put the lady went to go put in an iv she was being a fucking cunt to me for no reason but she went to go put in my iv and she accidentally just stabbed me and the iv didn't go in and i just watched my vein squirt blood all over the table in the yes. floor and i was just like ah, ah, and i was like crying because i was like i'm gonna bleed out <laughs> like i'm gonna die um, you deserved it loki and that would happen to me when I go get the vaccine. That literally won't happen. It'll be like two no, seconds. No, Zamar was saying it was literally the least painful shot he ever Zamar had. Zamar is like such a man-man though. Yeah. Like, does that make sense? Zamar is like- He probably has a very he gives high me, pain tolerance. Zamar and Christian are the same kind of like boy man. Does yeah. that make sense? Like they're not super masculine or anything, but there's like, just like, I'm just a man. I'm just a dude. I'm just a guy. Do you need help with that? that's that's what they are i could pick that up dude i can climb that wall and unlock that door do you need me to pick that up or carry that are you are you all sure sure you don't need help and then they make everyone leave and they do it themselves and they're like it's okay that was easy that's not me <laughs> i am like figure it out <laughs> like i mean i'm pretty good about taking groceries up the stairs though like i go hard on groceries I, it's like a little and game their mother goes hard you it's do like, not go hard like me 
Oh, bitch. Do you know how many times I brought up my groceries alone, like three bags each hand? But I'm Struggling. saying, I'm saying when we go grocery shopping together. Oh, yeah. Because if I have someone else who's going to pick up labor, I'm like, I'm not stressing. Yeah, but I go hard as fuck on taking the groceries upstairs. Um, but Literally it's like the once, once a year. I was about to say to once that. every three months, <laughs> once every four months. And it's not your groceries. It's because I, we were out and I was like, I'm stopping at the grocery store. And you were like, mama, no. <laughs> India's literally that girl to me. India's literally your mom when she's like, do you want to come? Uh, do you want to go to the store with me? And then you're like, yeah, sure, I'll go. But like, please don't stop anywhere. And Inyo's is like, do you care if I stop at like Starbucks? And I'm like, no. And then she's like, wait, but I need to go get hair extensions. Like, can I go get hair extensions? And she's like, I'm like, yes. I'm a hustle and bustle kind of bitch. I'm like, I'm out of the house. I can't go back home because if I go back home, that's the end of my day. Like, yeah. you don't start your car twice at your house. You start it once at your house a day. Interesting. And that's. That's my motto. I'm like, Mama, please take me home. Please. <laughs> you the car like a little dog. I know. I'm like on my fucking phone pouting. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm vibing inside. I want hair extensions again so bad. I should do that, actually. I'm going to do that today before we go. I'm going to break this on your fucking head. Why? Oh, my God. People. It's so funny that people with audio can't see us for things like that. So they dude, people with only audio are like at, hit the lottery. Like people having to watch this is Crazy. The thing is, I don't think people actually watch, like, visual. Like, it's not like we're putting things on screen and doing little fun things. It's literally us sitting in a fucking dingy corner. Like, why are you watching this? Whoa! I just did coke <laughs> on camera. Dude, I... For I'm the not, audio listeners. People are like, I knew it. I knew it. These fucking druggies. We, we're not, like, substance abusers, though. We've said this so many times. But people literally we have to clarify. Way, yeah, I know, because people think because of the way we act, like, no, bitch, I don't act like this for any other reason other than the fact that I have a lot of internalized trauma and I need attention. Like, <laughs> that is why I act the way I act. Yep. Yep. Like, period. that is why we act this way. It's because yeah. we are the kids who were like, we had to be funny for attention. For but our survival. Parents, our parents thought it was rude, so they weren't giving us yeah. the attention. And also, I was the last baby. I was the boy. Madeline was the pampered little girl. I was twin. Um, I had to raise myself. And that was my form of communication with my parents, was being a fucking clown. <laughs> Literally. Literally same, except my dad was just always working. So I was like, cool. What fucking adult do I get attention from now, bitch? <laughs> Who the fuck is going to pay attention to me? And then me and my siblings would literally just fight each other to death. Yeah. We were insane. Kids are fucking... Dude, nobody I don't talks know how about, we survived. Nobody talks about when you grow up with a bunch of siblings yep. with no parent supervision. Bitch, fist fight on fist fight on fist yeah, fight. Yeah, you beat like, the shit out of each other. Like... like I feel like kids growing up now, they have TikTok and they like understand that like violence is not the key and that they're like unlocking the third eye. Like the No, violence is the key. And <laughs> I think we need to bring back violence. And we need to bring back. I am tired of people calling me annoying and talking shit about me hit on them. the internet. I am going to hit you. Like I am done. The way I was raised is if you would like to talk shit, you do not talk shit unless you are going to back it up with getting hit getting in the fucking, fucking mouth. hit in the face yeah like, getting popped in the mouth yep. and if and, and i i want so badly like this has been my worst although the past year i've had so much growth and yep. like clarity in myself the weirdest like backfire rage. of it all of it is like i've also contained this extreme rage where i can't stand people my age talking shit about me online because i'm like listen we're two adults 
we're gonna fight like which is the opposite we're two adults we can talk about this i'm like no bitch we're two adults and i can hit you in the fucking face you can go post about it and be like and you just hit me and i'm gonna post on my story and be like yeah yup, i fucking did bitch. Yep. and if anybody else wants to get hit let me know yeah and i think we what we could do to get that rage out because i feel like you just need like one like physical alteration with someone i think like you need to get hit you need to hit someone we should box <laughs> i would beat the fuck out of you you <laughs> would beat the shit out of me like period but i think like i could get a couple swings in i have like long arms like i could get you <laughs> like dude you said you went i could get a couple swings in. <laughs> like that's the way you delivered it no we should box if y'all want to see us box like <laughs> we'll let us know we'll do some pay-per-view uh john paul or whatever jake paul <laughs> Jake Paul, um, Bryce Hall, little Bri- action, a little action. Bryce Hall, this is a call out post. I'm gonna beat your ass. <laughs> I'm gonna beat your I ass. I want to get in the ring with Bryce Hall. That would be fucking fun. But yeah, I all like all the Bryce Hall stories. We should tell one day. I know we'll give them, dude. We we just have such an insane amount of stories, and like, I would lo- I want to get into all of them at some yeah, point. We just but have like, to remember them. Yeah, and we can also just start off a little soft, and then we could get into like the. The juice, the, the, the drama of it all. Like, also the stories we have are just fucking funny because like, we're just trolls by nature and we just we go to these parties where everyone's like networking and trying to be cool and just look cool and we make fun of everybody Literally. for doing that. Like, why are you at a party and not being fucking fun? Like, people just, are so fucking funny. It in that literally, way. it actually drives me fucking insane. I'm like. Why are you here? Why yeah. don't you stay home? Like, like, if you were going to stand around. It is so bewildering to me. And then I think the other thing, though, that we have to take into account is, like, again, we are not people who drink a lot or, like, yeah, we're not people who, like, are drinking casually like the average 22, 23-year-old. Yeah. So all these people drink all the time, so they're standing <laughs> and they're just, like, lightly buzzed and they're being normal. Dude. But me and Drew, when we go to a party, we do not go to a party because we're like, that'll be fun to go talk to people. No, we get drunk as shit because we're it's purging the purge. our system. It's the yeah. purge. It's like the four-month, five-month purge. We just, every four months, <laughs> we, like blackout like that's it yeah you just get as drunk as you can and then you go to parties and you take flash pictures of people you don't know who you make fun of behind doors and then the next morning you wake up and you find a two minute long video of y'all walking up to that person and flashing them yeah literally. We're, the, we're the flashers we'd be flash banging people wait at no, let's get it straight we're not showing our tits and ass we're no i'm showing my tits and ass when also at the when at, um at a party we had gone to I wore a button-up shirt that, like, notoriously unbuttons, but I didn't think about that before going to a party in that shirt one time. And I was, like, looking through my camera roll, and I... My tits were just out. Like, but that's okay, because I... Like, She's as a girl. Of, reclaim them. As of this summer, I've decided that it's tits out summer. I'm tired of girls with D cups not being able to be sexy with their boobs out, but then, like smaller cups getting to show their fucking nipples and it being chic i'm like no big tits are chic take your fucking nipples out girl yeah let me see your nipples nipples. come on (laughs) i would like to see the shade of them so i know your origin let me see your (laughs) no one talks about that the shade of your nipples says a lot you do not need an ancestry.com just look at your nipples nipples. (laughs) let me see the nipples right quick um, but yeah, also not anything against like smaller boobs. 
God, I want nothing more than to have small boobs. Literally, like, and yet oh for God. like the past like five years, all Inya has talked about, it's like a three month obsession once a year. Inya's like, I want a breast reduction so, so bad. bad. So like, bad. All the clothes I like, everything I love, like I just was not meant to have boobs. Like it just makes absolutely no sense with who I am for me to just like under all this silliness have fucking huge tits. Like that makes no sense. Like, I think it does make a lot of sense. <laughs> it's like the thing that I was like, why the weird girls in school always had big ass tits? <laughs> I saw a post and it was like, we need to stop telling the sexy people they're sexy. Start telling the ugly people they're ugly. <laughs> Sorry, that was random, but. <laughs> it was that on Pontius. Yeah, I think so. It's so funny. But you know what really fucked my brain up is like, Growing up in Miami, all I wanted was to be thick and have huge tits and a huge ass. Like, that's all I fucking wanted growing up. And then as I got older, I was, like, introduced to, like, different body types. And I was like, oh, my God, actually, I enjoy my body type. But then my boobs grew way later in my life. Like, when I was, like, a senior in high school, I was, like, a B, like, almost C cup. And it wasn't that, that big means. of a deal. Like, so, like. I know what it means. Uh, I was like, fucking... damn, girl. I was like. <laughs> Virgin alert! <laughs> um, no, I have a lot of sex. I need to make that clear. I don't think you do. I bone. <laughs> I literally do. Um, but anyways, I like didn't have. I didn't start growing boobs until like late junior year, and then I graduated, and I could freely wear like shirts with no bra, except um, if you grew up in a Hispanic household. I'm sure you've met this, or just any like culturally cultured household not white house <laughs> yeah not white Girl, house just say what it actually, is actually i think even in white households like parents telling like girls to wear bras is such a thing um but like yeah no that is because dads are fucking creepy and sexualize their children Ooh. yeah literally because like parents are like i know what it's like to be sexualized or it's like i sexualize and i don't like i don't like this yeah um so <laughs> i don't like what i'm feeling right now <laughs> so scary so you get told to put a bra on and then also, like, I was just telling Drew this, like, one time when I was walking down Melrose, a homeless man looked straight at my boobs, and I was wearing a white t-shirt <laughs> with no bra on, and he just says, nice nipples, and then from that moment on, I swear on my life, I wore bras, because I was like, <laughs> that was the final straw. Um, but anyways, once I turned, like, 20, all of a sudden, my boobs started, like, inflating to C, and then recently, I found out I was a D, but I do think part of my body dysmorphia was convincing me I was a C for the past year. I knew you when were. I I've been a D. I always knew you were a D, just like the way like they felt and stuff. You have not felt my boobs in your life. Let me touch your boobs. <laughs> I've like played with Orion's boobs before, but you haven't let me play. You don't with get yours. to touch because I have these like huge fucking mommy milkers. <gasps> <gasps> you just broke that fucking bracelet. It's what you get, bitch. I love this bracelet. Um, so I have mine still. I didn't break mine. Oh, is that the bracelet a follower gave us? And yeah. you just literally broke it while we were filming that? I love it. I've worn it every day since. It's so fucking cute. I know. But that's the reason I don't wear like handmade stuff like that. And I just keep it in my jewelry boxes because it will fucking break. Yeah. Especially your ass. You'd be touching it. I know. I'm like fiddling constantly. Get a fidget. Hey, don't do that to the fucking mic, bitch. <laughs> mic check, mic check. Um, But yeah what was i saying basically i don't want fucking tits i'm over it but i will say here is my i want my tits. resolution is <laughs> my resolution what? is this summer i will have my tits out and see how i feel about them and if i love them um and then if i don't i'm gonna start heavily considering a breast reduction but again like the vaccine i'm just too lazy like <laughs> imagine actually having to do that and yeah, if, that's how with my luck they would like puncture my fucking heart and i'd die with your luck they'd like make them different sizes <laughs> they make them bigger <laughs> <laughs> oh we thought you wanted like 
to make them Wait, we giant. thought you wanted an F cup. <laughs> we thought you wanted basketballs <laughs> there. Volleyballs. Girl, um, imagine you woke up from a breast reduction with volleyball tits on your chest. That would be the last of me. And then y'all would have to publicly be like, she she did it. She ended it all because she woke up with huge tits. Again, also, like, when I talk about this stuff publicly, I feel bad because, like, for instance, my sister is a situation where, like, she needs a breast reduction and wants one for, like, health reasons because literally her back is about to break. Her boobs are way, way bigger than mine. And when I complain to her, she's always like... Shut up. Like, yeah, can you fuck off? <laughs> so I always feel bad complaining about it, but this is just my life. This is my Let life. Let me live. Listen to me complain. That's why we have this. That's what this is. <laughs> <laughs> this is the complaining podcast. This is just the hour of us complaining and just y'all having Literally, y'all listening to our untreated ADHD for an hour every day. You are really going in on touching, huh? <laughs> yeah. You can't stop moving. I know I can't. I don't know what it is. I think it's because I didn't have a Red Bull. I I'm did like, order fi- uh, fidgets. Mm, I need a fidget really bad. I got, dude, that fidget was the best thing I've ever gotten. And it kind of makes me insecure because then I see how much I actually move around. I'm like... <laughs> and then when Dude, I'm that's pu- what I've been when I'm in public around other people like the 30 year olds they're like what is that and I'm like <laughs> it's my child toy my attention toy no literally this entire podcast I've just been sitting here like in my head like I'm moving so much and I don't know why it's not I'm not even uncomfortable or like anxious I literally am just moving and touching I've been scratching my nose a lot this episode like I keep reaching to touch my nose and like my face yeah but it's also because with my nails I can like get scratch sensations that i usually can't so i'm just enjoying them mm-hmm. um maybe it's because you need to hit your fucking puff bar you freak <laughs> you're itching for your puff bar that's what's happening um drew has an addiction to puff bar that's the name of this episode outing drew phillips drew phillips <laughs> vapes the thing is like what's so fucked up is like other influencers get to be like so and so drinks but no we already do everything we don't get the fun attention of being like so and so does this yep like so. when we smoked those cigarettes in that video what should have happened was news outlets reporting that enya and drew <laughs> phillips are smoking cigarettes and that they're they're nicotine addicts but no, not a single, no one even gave no a No one shit. cared. No one cared. No one cares about us. No one cares a, about us the way they should. And it hurts a mm. lot. No, I literally, my lungs are like filled with like just. Jizz. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, no, my lungs are just filled with like popcorn. I'm at this point, I'm pretty sure. Like from the vape, like literally th- this is like like since i was 17 18. dude the way like not this is not something to brag about but the way we were on jewels when you had to order them online yeah we had to order jewel pods they did not sell them in stores the feeling a mango jewel pod like when i hit wes's jewel for the first time and it was like that mango jewel pod it legitimately changed no we we were smoking mint before mango. Yeah, it was mint. Mango, mango was dropped, and then that changed my life. Like, because I was, like, dabbling. I was, like, whatever. No, actually, I was in full blown. Whatever. I was going to say, but, you were, like, you were the reason I got a jewel. So I was, like, <laughs> these things look fun, except nicotine. Doesn't, doesn't work do on it for me. It doesn't work on I've you. And I've tried. <laughs> yeah, literally, you have literally tried to actually, like, become a jewel fiend. But let me go back to the, like, the first time I hit a mango jewel pod, like, it was, like, a sexual awakening almost it was like a coming to god moment it was like the way that shit made me feel like is not normal like what are they fucking putting in those like that's not fair i never got that literally i just like got flavor 
Oh, so fucking good. I like remember when we all used to be so onto jewels in high school. Um, like going again. on eBay and looking up rare jewel pods. Like, dude, even before that, even before like things were rare, when it was literally like we just had to get someone who was 21 to order them offline for us and we would just like order them online yeah. and just have jewel pods like this is like like 10th 11th like grade. you know the the displays that you see in the cabinet at like smoke shops of the jewel pods like you would we would order like a box of those at a time yeah you could it, order a box of them and they were like relatively cheap yeah and like you could get an insane Dude, actually, app. no. Jewel in the beginning was expensive as fuck. Like a Jewel like, starter kit. Or the cartridge was like 40 bucks. Yeah, they were like 40 and then they went down to 20 and then they went back up to 30 and then now they're literally like $2 a cartridge. Like, bitch, I was buying mango Jewel pods for like $65. But we were $65. also getting them in fucking bulk like we were going to Costco. Yeah. Like, you know how families go to Costco and get things in bulk? We were getting Jewel pods in bulk. <laughs> Wait, something that like is not spoken about enough is how like in California you don't need a subscription to go to Costco like you it, we need to look that up because I saw a TikTok about it but I think it might just be the um the liquor store of Costco because uh, they want everybody to be an alcoholic um so they all let you go do that and buy bulk alcohol uh, but I don't know if it's for the store itself but yeah I've I've tried to dabble me being like oh, I've tried my best like but I really did because I feel left out of the culture even though like thank god I'm not Drew just dropped a fucking bead, loud as shit. I doubt it even picked up. But um, even though, like, I know that's not something I want, like, necessarily, because if I was actually addicted to smoking puff bars and shit, I would fucking hate my life, as I've seen with everybody who's addicted to them. But I just want the public to know that I have tried. I've, I've even tried cigarettes. But it, nicotine just doesn't hit the part of my brain that, like, I don't know. It's, it just doesn't... It, I don't have that, like, feeling of, like, I need to do it. Like, I, like, I have, like, full addict brain. Like, I literally am, like... I can quit anytime I want, but like I do. Like when yeah, I go, go back to Texas, I like quit for like two or three months. Like it's just like every once in a while, I just need an escape. I need a vice. So yeah. I like just like because I other than this puff bar, I have zero vices. Which like I think vices are sometimes healthy. Like they're little outlets. Yeah. Um, and this is my vice. Um, and I just need to because if I wasn't smoking a puff bar, God knows what I'd be doing. Yeah. Sometimes you pick and choose your battles, especially yeah. if you like have addictive genes. Yeah. That's why part of me is like, I know like there's a lot of discourse. Again, not to like condone smoking, but like there's so much discourse about like puff bars and shit. I'm like, bro, do you know how like it was so common for people to be cigarette smokers? Puff bar is just like the new cigarette, and like, it's just the history's repeating itself. Fifteen yeah. years from now, we'll find out everyone has cancer from them. Like. I am so interested to see what happens yeah, from like puff bars and stuff. I, I like the flavors. Some big of Tobacco 2.0. The flavors is what's so funny. Like they straight up were like, fuck it. Jolly Rancher. <laughs> Something sweet for the kids. <laughs> oh no, it's just a fucking sweet for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> the, literally. <laughs> literally. Maybe like banana Laffy Taffy. Ew. Puff bar, Dude, creme brulee. Do you remember that? That shit was rancid. Creme brulee jewel pods were fucking y'all rancid. Y'all literally get the nastiest flavors like for fun. And they'll pull up with like Coca-Cola, creme brulee, <laughs> banana. I remember when I was like 14 years old, like vape vapes were like just invented. Like the, the, the not. The big fucking yeah, the modular. Box the mod. modular synth vape. <laughs> yeah. The literal box mod synth vaporizers with like cloud atlas in them whatever but 
Um, I remember when those first dropped, I like wanted one so bad because I found out you could get like juice without nicotine in it. And I was like, I don't want nicotine. You like, were just one of those freaks who was like, I want to make clouds. I was like, I want to make big clouds and I want to learn tricks. And to this day, it's like riding a bike. You will, once you learn how to blow like smoke tricks and do smoke tricks, you never forget. It's like, it's something with your tongue. Like you just. Chill, girl. <laughs> yeah. Learning how to do vape tricks was really good for me when I was younger. Learning how to make polymer figures. What the fuck? <laughs> what did you say? Cunnilingus. <laughs> Remember on TikTok where there were some people who didn't know that word, so they were bleeping it out? Did you ever see that? <laughs> no. <laughs> TikTok. There was that one, like, what's her name? Ash Nico or Ashley Nico? Mm -hmm. Is that her name? Me and your girlfriend playing just up at your my house. house. I don't know this. I and just it's like, know this one. I gave your girl cunnilingus, but the bill. Like, it's some shit like that. She says cunnilingus, and people didn't know what that nah. word was, so they were bleeping it. Was it was just straight girls, like, bleeping it because they didn't literally. They've never felt love. <laughs> <laughs> Intimate love. The Dude, okay, okay, again, not, I don't- Why are we talking about vaginas know, so much? I know, I I know you're about to go off on some vaginas. I, I am about to go off on some vagina shit. Because again, I don't want this to be a place where we're like fucking having horny talk, but this isn't even horny talk. It's about, it's, it's about female rights, women's rights. I am, this is about women's rights and the fact that getting head is still, for as a woman, is still such a thing that men don't do. They're like, oh. Come on, let me. Come like, on. Like, yo, girl. Yo, what? I was joking. <laughs> um, because okay, TMI, but like I remember my first like intimate partner. Like, I just never even expected that, and I was doing the damn deed and doing my business. <laughs> I was doing my part of the deal and getting absolutely nothing in return, and I did not second guess it for anything. And then as I got older, I was like, Wait a damn Wait minute. A second. That was an improper trade. <laughs> that was an improper trade of labor. I do my thing, you give me nothing. Yes. That's the trade. And that's like the common thing. But yeah, that's that's my only take. I'm not I'm not going deep on that. Also, some motherfuckers just can't do it. So I guess if you can't do it, just don't even fucking try. <laughs> like, don't embarrass yourself and waste my time. Literally. Um, don't waste your time on my vagina. <laughs> that was a bar. I'm gonna hit you in the fucking face. Well, um, is that about it? I, is that it? I mean, we could talk about how I know for 1000% fact that I can cross the big red balls in Wipeout without a doubt. If they put them in front of me right now, <laughs> I would literally go so beast you mode. You just say you couldn't carry a gallon of milk and you think you're crossing those balls? I'm crossing those balls with <laughs> zero effort. Literally. Like I'm just running like a robot across. Like, <laughs> like literally, that's all you have to do is just run across. Like these bitches have the wrong strategy when they dive onto it. Like, yeah, of course you're gonna fucking fly yeah, off. You're gonna like, bounce off your it's simple a physics. Ball. It's literally like I have it all worked out in my brain. Like physics. Well, then apply to be on fucking wipeout. I don't think it's the hardest thing in the world. No, I'm literally gonna rent them for myself just to prove it to myself. I would love that because I would love to try. I'm. That's my next video. It's but like, literally, where the... are you gonna rent that? You're acting like it's that fucking, <laughs> that sky zone. You have to like. <laughs> I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I figured everything out. No, you don't. <laughs> You're I like, have nothing Literally yesterday, out. Drew was like, I want to see a building get demolished. I'm gonna go do that. And I was like, what are you? <laughs> Sometimes when Drew's in my passenger seat talking in the car, I genuinely feel like there's an automated like AI machine trying to make something to relate to me. And yeah. then it's just missing. Cause I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, no, okay. I just want to see a building fall. It's poetic almost. It's like the destruction of humanity post 
capitalism, like buildings falling. It's beautiful. And I that have is a, literally every TikTok, the post capitalist ramifications of the depopification. Like. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but I just think seeing a building fall would hit a spot in me that needs to be hit. Yeah, I, I get that because I was like, it would be beautiful. Like literally that, that was like when we lived in 1304 and we like all had like a very that weird unhealthy. fantasy so basically no don't even talk about it okay, don't okay. it's bad it's bad <laughs> like that's something that stays we wanted you. to see buildings get like basically blown up but like again no one inside we just like it's it's just like wanting to see that kind of thing it's just like i want just see destruction that. and chaos like literally for the longest time i just wanted chaos and then i got chaos and i was like take it back Please, I can't do this. I don't want it anymore. My case, and you were like, "Wait, why does that sound fun? Why does that sound lit? <laughs> that sounds lit. I'm fucking stupid." Yeah. All um, right. Well, should we just uh, dive into media? What we love oh. for the week? Oh my god. Yeah, I'm so down. I have to grab my phone. I that's my biggest habit is or, or my worst habit is I don't know names and stuff off the top of my head. Yeah, I'm like people will mention something to me and I'm like, I don't know what that is. And then they'll show the visual and I'm like, oh no, I love that. Mm. And then I sound like a liar. Yeah. Well I'll go first. Um last night I watched Frank. Um and oh. that is such a good movie. It's about this dude who is a musical genius um, and their band is locked in a cabin for a while and they make music together and it's really fucking good and all the while someone's documenting it um, and it's just their journey making music and the climax of the movie is so cringy and hard to watch and it fucking sucks but like in a good way. I didn't need and to then, watch that. I was jealous of y'all. Yeah, and then by the end, it's a feel-good movie again. You're like, oh, like, all they needed was themselves. Um, so watch Frank. Um, it's really, really, really good. It's just buttercup cinema. Oh, Whoa. buttercup semen. Oh, <laughs> buttercup cinema. <laughs> Damn, buttercup cinema. cinema. That's what it is. Bruh. Um, and then... Buttercup cinema. And then... Uh, I've been going really hard on like existentialism and optimistic uh, nihilism. I think you should read a couple books about that. I think you should grow up. I've been reading a lot about that. I've been struggling, struggling with my identity. Um, so go into that um, if you want to feel really bad about yourself um, and literally oh, never recover don't do it if you yeah don't do that um and a song that i liked is from the movie frank and it's i love you all um by the band in the movie and it's really really good the all the like all the the best part about it is all the music is actually played in the movie by the people playing the music and sang by the people in the movie and the songs are just so weird and genreless and it's just like why isn't this a real fucking thing? Like it's it's just is so it on pretty. Streaming services? Yeah, it's on music? it's on Amazon for free. Damn, that's awesome. Yeah, so oh, wait, check the it movie? out. Yeah. Oh, I guess not free. It's it's free if you have Prime. Yeah, free if you have Prime. Um, but the songs, but the songs are like five of the songs that they made are on uh, Spotify. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and that's well, my that's my media for the week. Drew's media of the week. Now onto mine. Um, I don't know that I don't have any like visual like. 
Actually, you know what? Dirty Girls. That was yeah. awesome. I was going to say Dirty Girls and Batmobile were like yeah. really good. I was thinking about that earlier. So for like visual media, like a little documentary, it's like super short. Anyone can take it in. It's Dirty Girls. Um, mm. It's really interesting. It's just about like young feminists like feminism in like the 90s and it's like these girls who are really inspired by like riot girls mm-hmm. um and it's just awesome like it's it's super interesting yeah and it's it's just kind of it's a really good lens into like 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 90s grunge almost and it's just like yeah. and it's also like crazy to see like how polar opposites like the culture was like riot girl feminism and then their bullies like the the, the craziest what's, part was the bullying for i was me. gonna say yeah but what's even crazier is like i feel like that's super prevalent in like middle of america still and even in like popular places like i bet in those private schools in california that's still a thing yeah. for like all the like now like alt girls i i don't like that yeah whatever <laughs> whatever that's a they get what you mean uh, but all like the alter- alternative like girls and just like people in general like i'm sure they still get bullied like that but it's a really good lens of like just human nature of like yeah. rejecting what feels foreign and like against what you were taught on yeah. and like and all the while the the girls that were being bullied the whole fucking time were right yeah also were, it's on youtube it's like 17 minutes long and it's free yeah so, so that's a literally go watch it dirty girls it's really fucking good and then for i have a book recommendation elisa let me borrow this book it's called kitchen and it's by banana yoshimoto and it is so fucking good i haven't finished it yet i'm like halfway in and it's just really good it's like a heartwarming story about um somebody who's struggling with the passing of their grandmother Mm. um and it's super sweet yeah it's just fucking awesome and it feels really good to read and then for music um anything by the dirty column like that Mm. is probably one of my favorite artists ever and everything he i don't know if it's actually just him i'm assuming it's just him but sometimes there's like a female's voice and i know on one of the albums it's like him and another woman but anything by him but especially the album the return of the dirty column like so fucking good one of my favorite songs in the world is sketch for summer Uh, by him and requiem again is also so good Sketch for summer in yeah such a good song like i remember listening to that in 2019 and like like traumatizing almost like how good it is dude yeah it feels so good it's just such a good feeling song but yeah that is my my media recommendations of the week also still ariana grande i'm still on my ariana grande (laughs) shit nasty listening to nasty super loud on repeat has been my trauma response of almost diving back into depression for the past week yes and that's the second episode so i hope you enjoyed uh fuck you leave bye (laughs) all right man